Welcome to the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power. Local 435 Sheet Metal Workers. North Florida Sheet Metal Workers Local 435 Joint Apprenticeship Committee. And Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Good evening. Welcome to the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I am Captain Kevin Favor, and uh, I believe Captain Scott Shank is—he's uh, and, and and along with Captain Ricky Purpore, as usual here on Thursday evenings. Uh, you 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 have some very important business to take care of today, Scott. Uh, we we and we understand you not being here. Yeah, yep, man. Yeah, my grandson's graduating from. Uh, Pre-K, I guess you call it. That's what we do nowadays. <laughs> graduate. He said when he says graduate, people are like, "Oh, he's graduating from high school." No, uh, uh, no. pre-K. Okay. Yeah, you noticed the stutter. Yeah. yeah, you did notice the stutter. Yeah, exactly. Kind of hesitated yeah. there. You got yeah. like, oh, well, we, uh, so anyhow, my granddaughter graduated last night, so we're at that one. Now we got this one tonight. I mean, like, do you have to get dressed up? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm in church clothes. <laughs> Well, church clothes to you is long sleeve shirt and jeans. So long sleeve shirt and short. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, that, that counts. You got the long sleeve on. Got the long sleeve on. Yeah. Yeah. I got a long okay. sleeve with a collar. Does that count? Yeah, it, that that does that does count. Well, That's good okay, news. Right? Good news and bad news on the fishing front. The good news is, um, it was a hell of a week. Uh, finally, uh, bait showed up on the beach. Scott, Ricky, which was like, I mean, I, I, I don't even know what that did. To, I mean, my spirits were so, I was like, oh my God, finally, you know, because I was, I was worried to death that it wasn't going to show up. I mean, it's dude, it's May. It's the second week of May. And oh my God, you know, it was like the yeah. clouds parted when you told me that. Yeah. Was like, are you um, kidding me? And, and, and I know that they, they've had bait up in Mayport for the last three weeks, you know, and those guys, man, they've been catching bait, going king fishing and catching Kobe on a rip, slow trolling. I mean, somebody caught a 50-plus pounder, um, as in kingfish, on the rip this week. If you saw all those pictures, it's everywhere. Um, you know, so close your door, Scotty. I did. Please, or, or either hang yep. up, one or the other. Yeah. No, so, I'm All right, all right. Um, anyway, it was, it, was, it was an awesome week. And now we're we're dealing with, uh, I mean, a true blown nor'easter, um, yep. you know, t- today, tomorrow, and it looks like through through the weekend that nobody's going to be able to get offshore. And if you look at the extended forecast, I mean, they're not calling for northeast winds next week, but they're calling for east winds. So what whatever happened this week, uh, you have no idea for next week because there's not going to be any pattern. Nobody's going to be on the beach, you know. So it's. Um, it, Heading out blind it, again. What's that? Heading out blind again. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You know, but but I will tell you all this. Uh, you know, with with the bait being there on Tuesday, whenever I came in on Tuesday afternoon, I went straight back to the beach to see if the bait was still there, and it was, and I was scared to death getting up on Wednesday morning going. I bet you it's not going to be there, you know, and and it, and it was, it was, it, it was, it's piled in there to, south of the inlet. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, Scotty. I don't, you know, this, 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 this weather is obviously going to move them. Right. Um, I, right. I'm not no, so sure. No doubt. 
Where? There's no so. doubt. No doubt. And, I mean, it was skunky out there today, too. But, anyhow. Oh, a, a, yeah, it had, had, had to be terrible. Oh, it was. You fished it was offshore gross. today, Scott? Yeah. Well, yeah, I had guys that flew in from Atlanta to, to fish with me for two days. And when I called them this morning, they go, man, come on, really? I said, dude, it's like pouring down rain here in my house. And it's blowing. Oh, come on, man, come on. So, anyhow. Got yeah. the piece of slot reds and stuff. I was quite impressed with today. You know, yeah, yeah. South, 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 I, mean, I, 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 I saw some. I saw some good pictures. Uh, you know, from Leon. So it, it looked like that the inshore bite. I, but I tell you what, I had to do some running around though, and, and you had you had to have had a late tide because that that northeast wind had that tide pushed up way high this afternoon. It never fell. It never fell. I mean, literally, I, bet I put the boat on the trailer four thirty. It was getting lower, you know, so for like literally everything I just said, I, I caught within the last 40 minutes of the day. Right. That you wouldn't know, shock me. I started getting bites. You know, <laughs> it was just, oh, it was brutal. The wind, oh my gosh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so it was, yes, it wasn't easy. It but wasn't but easy I will tell all. you this, it didn't blow as hard as they said it was going to. No, and it didn't rain either. I mean, yes. I, the first hour, I mean, I started it at, at 11.30, and for the yeah. first hour, hour and 20 minutes of the day, it rained. Not a hard rain, a misty rain, okay? But the wind gusts just came up and down. You know what I'm saying? They ne- It was never, I thought it was going to be like sustained at like 25, and I can tell you it wasn't. It was probably 50, you know, sustained. Yeah. And every now and again, you would get a good gust, and, of course, that's things. But overall, no, I, I, I didn't think at all it was going to be, you know, I don't want to say as nice as it was, but it wasn't really that bad. No, nah. no, it, it it was funny because, um, obviously I I canceled for today and I canceled for tomorrow, and when when we woke up this morning, my you know Carrie looked outside and she goes, "Well, the wind ain't blowing and it's not raining. Why'd you cancel?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what? I I expected the trees to be blowing over this morning and in san mateo it was the wind was blowing and yeah really yeah isn't that funny yeah we walked that, outside this morning to have coffee on the deck and it was yeah it, it was blowing huh yep. it, it no it, it 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 did not it it was it was not that bad it, 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 it still doesn't look that bad this morning and it, it was blowing pretty good so went, uh, man so anyhow but it did it lay back after the sun come up and lay down a little bit so i got whatever. you whatever hey wasn't that bad it was me and captain brian walker the only two boats i've seen and what happens on a north wind, Kevin? Tell everybody what happens on a northeast wind. What way do you go? Oh, you got to go south. So me and Walker are fighting each other for spots in the two creeks that are south. Yes. Yeah. So it was like, really? So anyhow, yeah. Yeah, we fished around <laughs> each other all day. So, yeah, I mean, if you you know if you, you you don't you, you can't go north because the wind and the tide is going to be going in the same direction. That's it. Know? That's it. Offshore is getting the That's same it. way already, man. We, you know, we had a little bit of issues throughout the week of uh, trying to trying to find a spot offshore where there, you know, wasn't already boats. Not Trolling or bottom? You mean bottom? Fishing. Bottom fishing? Yeah. 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 Last yeah. weekend I fished on the bottom. This week I trolled Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. How and you know what? We'll we'll, we'll talk about that in in, in the next yeah, segment. Yeah, I got it for go. sure. Yeah, all right, you go. go, uh, you go. Watch him walk down the aisle and flip the old, uh, what do you call that little thing? The uh, tassel. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. hat throwing and all that kind of good stuff. All right, man, we, we, we appreciate it.
All right, guys. Thank you all. Yeah, Cap Scott. Have a good night, Scotty. Bye. Bye. Yeah, but I want want to hear those stories because um, it's interesting. I had friends of mine go out Saturday and Sunday, as in trolling, because this is dolphin season. This is when everybody's trying to get out. Um, Some of them did pretty good. Some of them blanked. I mean, as in not a fish. Uh, I talked to two of my friends. I'm like, really? Not a fish? And then – I've got other friends of mine going, hey, I'm bringing you some mahi on Saturday. And I'm like, sweet, at least somebody caught some fish, you know. Uh, did you find the same thing that's kind of hit or miss? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Tuesday was definitely hit or miss. Um, two of us did pretty good. The rest, you know, kind of kind of a slow day. Struggled. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Weed lines are not tight. They're, everything was loose. It was uh, – so I, I hear Sunday was a banner day. I talked to Jimmy Laidlier on the legend. He 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 had a banner day. Right. So I talked to Cup uh, Jeff Stam mm-hmm. yesterday, and he had a trip on one one of these really pretty days. Tuesday, mm-hmm. what, yeah, Tuesday, and he said Kevin. And I mean he's he's the 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 new rookie also. All right, to to, to charter fishing and yeah, and, he's a great captain. No, he's 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 one of the best fishermen I know. I mean, I but you know, running. I tell everybody this. I'm not telling you anything now. Running charters is totally different. It is, you know, and and you get out there and he's like, man, the weed was awful because all I kept doing was pulling weed off, pulling weed off, and he goes, you know, to heck with this. I'm gonna uh, at least I can bottom fish. He goes, it was four knots. Couldn't get down to the bottom. It was. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Well, welcome, well, welcome to the charter business, brother. <laughs> you know, and you got people looking at you know burning a hole in the back of your head, going, uh, "What are we doing here?" You know. And you know, everybody told me that when I got started charter fishing, that it's it's very different than than what you're used to going fishing with your buddies. Yeah. You can't be told that. You have to experience it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's when 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 people are paying you eight hundred dollars to 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 catch fish. Yeah. And you're struggling, and and you know you're going through your mind, what am I going to do next? When and then you 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 you're like okay I can bottom fish and well now the anchor's not holding because it's you know all right well what am I going to do next you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> it's, it's and you know what if you're with your buddies you're like ah eh, we'll just keep trolling or whatever if we don't catch anything it's no big deal, but you know when you get back to the dock and people are paying you it's 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 a totally different totally different situation yeah. 641-1010, listen to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faverson and Captain Ricky Papora. When we come back, we'll talk to Captain Chip Wingo. Don't go anywhere. The most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power. Local 435 Sheet Metal Workers, North Florida Sheet Metal Workers, Local 435 Joint Apprenticeship Committee, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting here with Captain Ricky Papour. And before we go talk to Captain Leon Dana, uh, Gary's calling in with a question. And, and I, I, Gary. Hey, Captain Kevin uh, and Ricky. Go Dolphins. I would imagine, I, I'm just taking a guess, because you always come up with great questions, that maybe you have a question for, or I, I, like, newly uh, charter captains that are starting their own business. Am I right? No, no. Oh, darn. Okay. 
I'm, I'm sure, Captain Kevin, that you've gone fishing many times just for the halibut. But uh, the uh, my question is, the uh, you know, with the infrastructure talks and uh, many pe- uh, people in you know in in the uh, fishing industry suggested the uh, the installation of artificial reefs. Is that strictly a positive for fish? Is, is there any negatives to the artificial reef business? And uh, what are its main main assets and not? And uh, I'll, I'll hang up and listen to your answer off the air. See ya. See ya. Uh, that's a great question. Um, I'm a huge artificial reef guy, and I know that they've they've done plenty of studies. We've had Dr. Quentin White uh, from JU on with us numerous times. And they're they're starting to implement uh, inshore artificial reefs in the St. Johns River. Um, they've done numerous studies on that. Uh, the they're they're trying to Ricky. They're trying to, and and I I, I wish I could be a part of this. They're trying to to get in, in what we call inshore reefs within five miles of the beach, which I think it, it is sand. That's 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 all that is. There's nothing there to hold fish. Um, we need places like that. We need more structure out there. Uh, for, for me personally, I think the best structure that, that we've ever done are the high school reef balls. Yep. Um, it's 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 amazing the fish that those hold. And 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 obviously you're talking about concrete, so you're not talking about sinking a boat or a plane or a you know, a tugboat or anything like that, a barge. You're, you're talking about cement that you're – and, folks, we're, we're talking about high school reef balls. It, if, picture a big dome, and, and, and these were actually – this was a high school project, and it was a big dome, and with the, within the, with, with this dome, they would put holes through these domes so that the bait fish could go inside these domes and, and hide from the predator fish. Well, but – that created more bait to try to get in there, which create and it's it's fantastic. The high school reef ball project I wish would come back. I wish that we had way more stuff for the small boaters, as in within four or five miles of the beach. I know that the, there's there's complications there with the shrimp boats. Yeah, you know so I, I, you know, but look, shrimp boats can go around. Or you know, inside of I mean, they, you know, yeah. we, we we don't obviously we don't want to mess with their livelihood, but I, I would I would love to see more artificial reefs. Me too. I was looking back through my records today, and May twelfth, about three I think it was three years ago, uh, I caught blackfin tuna and mahi's at the reef balls. At the reef balls, I've caught I've caught I've caught blackfin tuna and mahi at at at, at the reef balls. I abs- yep. it, it's 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 fantastic. It's in it, the way they can lay them out, you know. It's um, I wish that they would do more of that. I, I truly do, because uh, now I know the other thing that most people are like, well, what what does that matter? For some reason, when they have these huge structures, when they when they pour concrete, when they have these um, tugboats and things that they used to sink, they hold a lot of barracuda, and it's it's hard to fish around them unless you just want to catch barracuda, which is fine. But for some reason, the high school reef balls, they don't hold very many kudas. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very strange, it's, you know, because they're kind of spread out, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, like, like what we call Leon Roddy, which is a tugboat, and uh, it's, it's Standish, which is concrete, and it's all piled up on top of one another. You have a, a huge influx of barracudas. They, they, they 
they stay right on that area. But with the high school reef balls, they're all spread out, and you you don't you don't have very, I've, I've, don't get me wrong, I've caught cudas there, but not like you know if you go over Standish or Leon Roddy or something, there will be fifty barracudas in in that area. Which sometimes can make a charter, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go talk to Captain Leon Dana. What's up, Leon? Hey, guys. Good evening to you. Hey, uh, wh- wh- where are you at? I'm up a creek uh, with uh, Cameron <laughs> and Jack uh, catching some redfish uh, and trout this evening. Oh, man. That's, you know, so I, I talked to you this afternoon, and I, you didn't say anything about going fishing. I didn't have any plans to go and fish until I went by PBO, and I saw Cameron. He goes, hey, mate, you want to go fishing? I go, well, my girlfriend's going out tonight, so I got nothing better to do. So, sure, let's go fish. But nice. We're, we're, we're up a creek with the last of the outgoing tide, tossing mud minnows, and we got a 24-inch trout and a 24-inch red so far, so I can't complain. No. Nice. No, it's no. not bad at all. It's, and the water clarity is pretty decent. The wind's died down, thank God, finally, but... As you know, it probably is going to pick up pretty nasty tomorrow and the next day. So, I'm just getting my fish on now with my boys. Yeah, I I I, I didn't like today, and I certainly don't like tomorrow's forecast. You know, and, and and not only that, but Leon, you know as well as I do, the majority of what I do this time of year is offshore. Yeah, um, that's right. And 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 you know, my guys, they they'll go inshore. But here's the other thing, Leon, is that we don't we we didn't have a morning tide. You know, we had right. an afternoon tide, and, and and my guys were like, "Look, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't want to launch at one or two o'clock and and fish that tide, and 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 I don't, I, I honestly, Leon, I don't have enough confidence uh, right now that that I could go at eight o'clock on. on a mid incoming tide and and go catch fish, you know." No, absolutely not. I won't even attempt to do that. I mean, I'm not going to drive myself crazy. And just like you said, after you hit that tenth or eleventh spot. You know you're in trouble big time, and that hole that your clients are burning in the back of your skull is really giving you a headache about that. So, yeah. Yeah, I have no interest whatsoever in fishing that high incoming side. Right. All right, so is Cameron right there? Yeah, Cam's right up here in front. Can I, I, can I talk to him? Can I talk you to him? You want to talk to Cam? Yeah, All I right, do. Hang on a here yeah. you go. Hey, bud. Cameron Smith, what's up, buddy? I'm good. Hey, listen. I just want to congratulate you on your win on the PGA Tour. That was awesome. I watched. I watched every stroke, and uh, I, I've been rooting for you. That was really cool. Thank you, sir. Yeah, it was a good week. We had a we had a good fun week in uh, in New Orleans. I didn't have any time to do any red fishing though, so I was a bit bummed out. <laughs> hey, here here's the deal. There's have you have you red fished in Louisiana? Because it's unbelievable. No, I haven't. I've never done it. I've heard yeah. about it. Well, you would never fish with Leon again, if if you went. <laughs> I'm, contem- I'm contemplating that anyway. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome! But yeah, if you ever get the chance to go um, red red fishing in Louisiana, like I said, it will spoil you uh, because there's there, there's a lot of fish. But uh, I, again, I just wanted to congratulate you on on your win, and um, y'all y'all have a great afternoon. Thank you. Yeah, we'll have fun out here. Thanks, guys. I'll, right, I'll pass you back on to the captain. 10-4. <laughs> he used that uh, term loosely around me. Yeah, did, did, <laughs> did, did, did you catch that, Leon? What did he what, the last thing you said? I didn't hear it. Oh, no, he, I, I, I said, I, I, you know, I said if you, you know, if you go 
redfish in Louisiana, you may never fish with Leon again. And he goes, well, I've already been contemplating that. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm a foregone conclusion. I already get that. He, he told me today he just picked up another, uh, I think, what'd you say, a 39? He purchased a 39 front round today. So oh, uh, wow. my days are definitely numbered. Yeah, right. yeah. You're, Although you're, he said Scotty's got to drive it because he's the human seat keeper. So Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's really good right there. Uh, the oh, human god. sea keeper. Oh. That, that's that that's fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, my phone's gonna start blowing Le- up any second now. Oh, that yes, it, yes, it, it is gonna start blowing up it, unless he's <laughs> at graduation. So, oh, that's cool stuff, Leon. Um, yes. this week, uh, but you know, obviously today's been been kind of funky, but you're still having a good day. Uh, red fishing been okay, good, excellent. It's been good. Has not been excellent. Um, you know, I tell my clients every morning, I'm catching good fish. Okay. Yep. Expect this to be a marathon, not a race. By the end of the day, you'll have some good fish, some really good fish. You know, I've been averaging a couple of overslots, a charter, uh, upper slots to keep, and uh, some good trout. Zero flounder, zero black drum. But just like I said, let's pick through our spots, eight, ten spots in a charter, and we're going to come home with some good fish. So clients have been very happy. Water temperatures in the middle 80s. I'm still throwing just popping course with mud minnows. Um, occasionally, I'll go to just a jig head if I'm fishing the flat. Yep. But uh, the tides are in my favor this week. Unfortunately, the rest of this week, the wind's going to be against us. Yep. Uh, I've had some great 6 a.m. starts, you know, with picking fish off right out of the gate. Uh, you know, they're big, fat, yeah. happy slobs going down the banks, you know, just waking I, up. I, I mean, literally, eat, so. there's 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 been mornings that, that I'm just getting up and I'm, you know, kind of getting ready and my phone goes ding. And, and it's a one of his clients holding a redfish at six thirty, you know, and I'm like, "Holy crap! They're already out there fishing." <laughs> yeah, a it's, it's, time in the morning. it's it, it, it is a beautiful time of the morning. It, it really it is. is. Hey, Leon, I'm just just curious, and I know this is totally off the wall question. Just kind of hit me um, during March and April of your fishing around the valley, Pine Island. Do you ever hear any turkeys gobbling? Oh, my God, do I ever. Matter of fact, there's a pack down at Palencia right now, down around marker 28, right yeah. at daybreak. They fire off a couple times, and it, they only gobble about two or three times, and they're absolutely done. And there's another pack, uh, and those are on the Palencia side, which obviously is the west side. But there's a pack at 10 on the east side of the tall pine trees, and it's a bunch of hens. You can hear them uh, keeking and cackling to each other, and then you hear them hit the ground. And then you hear one old raspy old lady. And she does it one time, and it's like, come on, girls, we got to go. And then it's quiet. Oh, it's that is that is so cool. And I know that spot. I know exactly where you're talking about. I mean, yes, I, used to, I used to hunt that spot a lot. Not turkey hunt, uh, hog hunt, but I, I, right. I know right where you're talking about. So, so real, just go, going back to redfishing real quick, because I know you're busy. Compare your notes to this time last year. What what are you seeing it about the same, a little different? I had what do less you think? wind. I had less wind. Oh, uh, we had less wind last May. We absolutely right. did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dealing with more wind, but the good thing is that I'm not having wind. I'm not having serious wind problems before eight thirty in the morning. So I'm getting in a solid two hours of fishing. Um, basically, I'm saying I'm making my money in those first two hours. 
before that wind. So, my, you know, I'm able to point out to my clients, there's a redfish right there. You can see his tail. You can see his back. You can see that school, you know. And then when the wind starts to pick up, then as that tide starts to switch in, then I'm definitely throwing those pop of corks, working those creek mouths, you know, allowing that mud yeah. to float in there. And that's when I'm starting to pick up my trout. I got you. And, and, and how much did you enjoy Tuesday and Wednesday's weather? How much, how good was that? It was spectacular. I mean, it, it was, was, wasn't it? Dreams come <laughs> true. And I mean, you saw the pictures, man. I mean, at six thirty, six forty in the morning, I'm like it's payday, you know, yeah. just amazing. You know, you, you get that, and then you, you see Mother Nature waking up, you hear the turkeys gobbling, you see the eagles flying, you see the manatees, the dolphins, the whole nine yards. I mean, it's, the whole thing comes together. And uh, the nice part is there's zero boat traffic at that time in the morning. Exactly. You've talked me into yes, it. I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Oh, uh, shoot. Leon, all right, buddy. We, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Always a pleasure, you, guys. Y'all have a great evening. You yeah. too. Captain Leon Dana checking in. Uh, and, and now we're, uh, you know, I promise you, coming up in the next segment, we'll have Captain Chip Wingo. Yep. Yeah. 641 641-1010. If you want to give us a call right here on the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, we'll be right back. The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power, local 435 sheet metal workers, North Florida Sheet Metal Workers Local 435 Joint Apprenticeship Committee, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. This is Captain Ricky Poupour along with Captain Kevin Favor. That's me. And this segment is brought to you by Fish Bites. Fish Bites, our boys from Fish Bites, and nobody knows Fish Bites better than Captain Chip Wingo, and he's hanging on right now. What's up, Chip? What's happening, guys? Hey, Chip. <laughs> uh, you know, um, so for a couple weeks now, I have been begging for some Fish Bites, and um, haven't haven't really seen you, you know, because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've missed each other in transition and we we we, 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 we have it, yeah i know i i know i'm just giving you a hard time but uh, it's it was um on monday there was again there was no bait on the beach and it was blowing it was literally blowing 15 to 20 out of the west southwest so i i couldn't go very far um but I, i've got some close in spots in the ocean you know and it was funny because travis Tabor, we were we were, they were just we were running out of shrimp because we were catching so many fish. And he's like, you got any fish bites? I'm like, and, and I was like, damn. <laughs> I was supposed to. Uh, it, literally, uh, Chip and, and, and Scott, we were supposed to get together because they've got s- some packages of them. Which, Chip, they, they work perfect. I mean, I've been catching a lot of yellowmouth trout. A lot. Mm-hmm. And yep. a, a yellowmouth trout will eat a piece of fish bites is, is as fast or faster than a live shrimp. They, they absolutely love it. It's, it's, I mean, that and whiting and sea bass. I mean, I know you catch a lot of fish, but those are three species that will eat a fish bites just about as before they'll eat anything else, Chip. Yeah, and it doesn't come off the hook either. Right. Um, yeah. It's one of the things I really like about it. I'd really like to see you try the, uh, the dirty boxer, that curly tail offshore for your flounder. I know. Um, just out I, of curiosity. I, 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 I said that. I, I, Honestly, I said that last year, you know, but I, I, gosh, I just haven't had the days, but I, I shouldn't say that because I've caught plenty of flounder this year. I've caught, I mean, I've had some good days, man. I've caught some big fish, but it would be cool to go with a light tackle 
and 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 get that particular artificial down to the bottom and and actually work it because I mean I'm fishing vertical chip you know what I mean mm-hmm. we're not yeah we're not casting or anything like that so um, it would it'd be pretty interesting do you think you could work that bait in sixty feet of water you don't really have to Kevin you have current offshore um, there's always some type of light current on the bottom and that bait moves so easily. Uh, that's one of the reasons I like working it because you can work it so slow, wow. um, and that tail just has so much action to it that they're going to see it and smell it and want to eat it. I think you know, and and you, there's no telling what else you'll catch on it going down and coming up too. So, um, and, and here's the thing: you would be able there. to cover way more area. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you if you just took it and threw it as far as you could. And just left the bale open and let it get down to the bottom and work it ever so gently back to the bo- I mean, my gosh, you know, think about it. If you're vertical, because I move a lot when I'm flounder yeah. fishing. You know, I mean, a lot. And, and, and you know, because look, think about it. I, I, don't, I don't see a flounder like a snapper or a, even a sea bass or something like that where they see fish feeding. They'll swim over there to it. Yeah. You know, flounder. He's sitting there. He's sitting there. Yeah. 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 So you've got to move. If you catch a couple and you're not getting a bite for five, 10 minutes. Now that doesn't mean that you can't come back to that spot, but I'm always moving around, you know, 20 feet. It's so funny because people are like, I'm like, all right, reel it up just for a second, guys. And I'll, 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 I'll move and I'll go, all right, put them down. They're like, well, we didn't go very far. Well, we don't have to go very far, you know, yeah, 20 yeah. feet. 20 feet can make a difference. And that's the beauty of that trolling motor. That's the beauty of that trolling motor. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, I heard Leon talking about what he's caught this week, and I had a really good day Friday on Flounder. Um, but we're fishing a little different. Leon's going back in the creek, so I'm fishing bank edges, <clears throat> mainly out in the ditch. And uh, we had a lot of Flounder. You know, they're one and two pounds with one going three pounds every once yep. in a while, but there's some really nice ones around. And uh, that's one of the things I like about throwing the dirty boxer and the paddle tail that they have. And I prefer white. That's my color. But um, they all seem to work. But white is, you know, when you have confidence in a color, like we always <laughs> talk about chartreuse yes. chigas, Yep. you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, we did really well. Found tarpon. Um, they just didn't want to cooperate. It's kind of heartbreaking when you see them rolling all over the place and they won't eat anything. But, um, you, you know, know, small ones. That, that, that has been... Um, that, 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 over the years, when I see tarpon rolling, it's sometimes that's the hardest time to catch them. You know, yeah. it, it, obviously when they're feeding, they're feeding, but when they're just rolling, it'll it'll drive you crazy because you'll see them and see them and see them and, and try, trying to get them to eat. Sometimes, um, you know, if you if you talk to so many folks that have fished in Boca Grande Pass, and you know, they're, they're like, dude, you make a drift and you'll see 50, 60, 70 fish rolling around and nobody's getting a bite. I don't know what it is, Leon, but I, Chip, when they get like that, it's it, it, they're, it's tough to get them to bite. Mm-hmm. Well, usually I use it as an indicator to where they're at um, and then yes. start fishing different things. You know, like I feel like throwing a mud meadow on a circle hook, free line. And uh, that usually I can throw it way away from it and let it fall through the water column and hopefully pick them off deeper, you know, because they seem to be rolling. I was watching them on the on the recorder, and they're coming straight up to the surface rolling, and then they're going straight back down. 
you know, and I'm only in eight to 12 feet of water. So, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, it's, 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 it's aggravating. And that's why I love tarpon so much. So, I mean, they're, they're one of the fish that'll drive you absolutely crazy, but (laughs) you know, um, and the redfish bite. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did, did you hear what, what Ricky said? No. He said it's the turkey of saltwater fishing. Oh, yeah, it is. I know all that all too well, Ricky, right now. So, <laughs> I got soaking wet this morning. So, Oh, did did uh, you try to go this morning? Oh, I went. It wasn't raining. Uh, oh. At 5.15, I was in the woods, and at 5.35, it came down and did stop for about an hour and a half, and it was 50 degrees. So <sighs> I got a little chilly, decided to come back and take a shower, but... um. So yeah, they're you know it's kind of funny how that works, but you know they're it's I mean Kevin is one of the best tarpon fishermen I know, and if he says they're not going to eat, they're not going to eat. You know I found that out a couple times already when the bigger fish are around, but yeah, that's you know I can't wait for them to push a little. bit. I've seen a couple big ones in the intercoastal. I I, I have yeah. two. I have two. Not mm-hmm. not I I saw probably two or three this week. You know, and, and, and that's obviously around the Volano Bridge when I'm idling, uh, going to pick up my charters and stuff. Now, I will tell you this, is that that, that bait was piled in there on on Tuesday and Wednesday. But it's still it's still a little chilly. Chip, mm-hmm. you know, that water temperature in the morning time is, is 74, 75. Uh, when I, each day when I came in, it was around 77. Now, they'll feed at 77. You know, so I, I'm I'm sure that if there was some fish around, that you know, late in the afternoon, early evening, there was probably tarpon in in, in those bait pods, but I I I looked hard and I never did see anything, um, you know, it feeding. As a matter of fact, I didn't see anything feeding them. Um, no no redfish, no jacks, no sharks. Uh, yeah, I was but, just going to ask you about the reds if they were in it. So, uh, um, you know what? I I I'll be honest with you. I came in on Tuesday. I had about an hour left, and I, I I told my clients I said, you know what, let's run back in there and and fish underneath those bait pods because things had kind of slowed down offshore, and when I ran in there, that bait was in three to four feet of water, oh. and it was <laughs> and it was and it was inside the breakers, so I I couldn't I you know I I tried to find a a, a school of bait you know outside the breakers, but it just uh, it didn't happen. Yeah. I got you. Well, I heard the kingfish are on fire right now, so yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The, that's yeah, got to be fun the, for you guys. Yeah, the the, the kingfishing on Tuesday and Wednesday, um, and and the funny thing was is that uh, honestly, Ricky, nobody had been. You know, I mean, there had been a couple fish caught, um, you know, by people putting flat lines out or something like that while they're bottom fishing, but nobody had really been out slow trolling. Yeah, hadn't been any bait. No, we haven't had any bait exactly. Yeah. You know, so um, Tuesday was the first day. That we've had bait, and sure enough, you you know you go catch pogies, and you go out to your normal spots, and bam, you're catching kingfish. And Chip, I'll tell you what, nine I I, I would say eight miles offshore on Wednesday, the blackfin tuna. Oh, dude, it was you know when whenever you throw out ten or twelve baits, and they start when they start blowing up on it. It's spectacular. Oh man! I oh, mean, yeah. it's 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 unbelievable. It's a it's a totally different 
look than kingfish. Yeah, you know, you, you kind of feel like you stole something when you're in that close and you got blackfin. You you sorry. absolutely do. And, yeah. and but I will tell you this: it's you you have to almost retackle. Does that make yep. sense? Yeah. I mean, because mm-hmm. they are very leader shy, mm-hmm. and the water right now, Chip, is is unbelievably beautiful. Uh, oh, my right. neighbor, my neighbor, who I call neighbor Joe, he caught two. He, and, nice. and it, I was I was talking to him, and he's like, "Dude, he goes, I was just putting it way back, you know." Um, and, and obviously, you know, he's not running charters for us. It's sometimes it's hard to do that. And there were six or seven other boats in there, so putting one that far back and and slow trolling around each other is not possible. You know what I mean? But yeah. when I when I was throwing those those live baits over, dude, they were they boom boom. I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's cool stuff. Do you guys That's ever downsize thing. Kevin and throw like a, a, a three line circle hook on a on a fluorocarbon leader form at all? That, Chip, that that's exactly what I was just. It, I should have explained. Is that's what I should have done? Yeah. You know, I should have had yeah. my spinning reel with with fluorocarbon with you know twenty pound fluorocarbon and a, and, a, and a small hook, and just thrown one out with a nose hook in there when when I was free line. I mean, when I was. Uh, live bait chumming. That's what I should have done. And, and we were talking about earlier before you got on the phone, Chip, that I did that a couple of years ago. I caught a couple of blackfin there on Standish and, and High School Reef. Yeah, it was High School Reef. And uh, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've been doing that a lot inshore, and, and I'm amazed at the, the bite quality, the quality of the bites I'm getting by freelining baits when the tide slacks up, you know, because we're throwing jig heads a lot of times. But we all do. Especially when the current's moving, and then when it slacks up, it's kind of like you're sitting there, you know. So I started freelining baits and and catching a lot more fish doing that. It's actually pretty cool to watch. Uh, cause it's 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 interesting you should say that because um, I was talking to Zach Timmons, Captain Zach Timmons, uh, you know, this year and last year, and a lot of times on those those tides like you're talking about when it's slowed down, Chip, he goes to a hook and a split shot, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. That which is basically what you're talking about, and, and man, I I was just sitting there going in my head. I was going, that makes too much sense, you know, because the jig head just goes straight to the bottom, where you know that split shot and a little circle hook or something like that, probably a much better presentation. Yeah, yeah, I you know it's funny because you can pull up to docks, bridge pilings, um, walls, anything, any kind of structure, and throw your bait. It doesn't get hung up. You know, and it it's there's no current, and the fish are still around, but um, they seem to like it, and they feed really hard because the bait doesn't go into the bottom at 90 miles an hour. You know, right? So right, right, but, right. Um, you got you, you got it's it's a much better trout presentation. You know, because mm-hmm. trout are kind of a mid depth feeder; they're not a bottom mm-hmm. feeder. And and sometimes even you know you 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 think about a quarter ounce jig head, you don't think about it sinking that fast. But if there's not a lot of current, it does get to the bottom pretty fast. And it's not. It, I've said this all along. It's it's not a good presentation for trout. Uh, you, you catch trout, but you you know you won't catch very many big ones doing that. But you you know that what, what you're talking about free lining. I I love that idea. I think I think that's awesome. Yeah, I'd like to try it out at the Volano Rocks at high tide. You know when that tide slacks up and see how well that works there too. Yep. So, but yep. yeah, it's it's. I'm glad it's warming up. Ready for the wind to back off? But yeah, we're all I'll be yeah. back next week. I know, I know. Tuesday <laughs> and Wednesday absolutely spoiled us. All right, Chip. Thanks, buddy. You Have got it, guys. Evening. Have a good one, Ricky. You too, See Kevin. You, Chip.
All right, buddy. Yep, 641 641-1010. Give us a call right here on the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Be right back. The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power, local 435 sheet metal workers, North Florida Sheet Metal Workers Local 435 Joint Apprenticeship Committee, and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting in Captain Ricky Papour. Um, real quick, I know we, we got a small segment to go here because we got lacrosse coming up. You fished offshore, offshore on Tuesday? Yep. So, so you had a, is that an eight-hour trip that you do out there? Twelve. Twelve hours. Yep. Holy cow! Yeah, it was a long day. So, so what time do you leave the dock? Uh, supposed to have been at six thirty. Okay. We left a little late. Well, that's fine. But yeah. I mean, to, to what you tell your clients is six thirty. Yeah, or six actually it was six, and we left at six thirty. That's what okay. Yeah. All right. So because it's light enough at six now yeah. to see, yeah. right? Yeah. And and so. You're 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 back in by six. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a long day, man. It is, but it flies by. It's you know such a long ride out, and you know I don't beat my boat anymore. I'm pretty nice to it. Right. And uh, yeah, we were thirty knots. Yeah. And fishing long. fishing was okay. Good. It was a little bit slow on the bite. We turned the day out pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah caught a slam got wahoo mahi and tunas so. oh that's good yep that's good um just trolling ballyhoo just trolling yeah yeah that's, that's, we we bottom fished for maybe 15 20 minutes that is too much current i just wasn't feeling it so we and, and, and and it's funny um i bottom fish what what i call inshore nine ten miles off the beach on on tuesday also and there was current yep. there, there was there was a a, a, a very hard uh, it would have been a, a north current um so by typical two ounces, I had to go to five ounces in sixty feet of water. So that, I, I guess that would make sense. That, but I, I don't know that there's any correlation between the current inshore like that and offshore. I don't either. But the yeah. guys were saying that inshore, like 130, 140 feet, there was very little current. Okay. But, but out there around the break, it was it it was strong. It was strong. Three knots. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Which which you, you you simply can't get to the bottom at three knots, nah, can you? Not really. Yeah. And you can't. I mean, it, well, I said you can't. It's tough to anchor. Yeah. In, in that kind of that kind of current. It is. You know. Yeah. We were drifting, but still, sixteen ounces of lead wasn't really holding. Sixteen ounces. Yeah. <laughs> and that's frustrating. Yeah. You know, because you're trying to, you know, if you're trying to drift a spot like that and, and make sure people are vertical, straight up and down to catch fish. I, trust me. I, I b- before the iPilot. I mean, that's what I did. I mean, I I never threw the anchor. I, I I always stayed on the big motor and and watched people's lines to make sure they were straight up and down. And you know, you would get I don't know five maybe six minutes of fishing before you drifted off the spot because especially if somebody caught a fish because you had to take it off, you had to get off the wheel, yep. you know, and then you had to go back to your GPS. And you're like, oh crap, I'm a hundred feet. Hang on, guys, I got to turn around and spin back around on. Yeah, yeah. So I, I get it. Well, that's good, uh, because the reports out there of all they've they've been all over the place. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah, when the weeds stack up, it's beautiful. When they don't, it's it's, it's scattered. It's yeah. it's tough to troll in that kind of stuff. No edges pushed up. It it, it makes a difference. That's it, it, that's a difference in a good. The fish are there. Yeah. It's a difference of a good day, a bad day, it, it, to, to what the weed lines do in the in the in the current. Yeah, I, I appreciate you coming in and sitting for Captain Scott Shay. Yeah, man. Thank you. Have, <laughs> thank you for having. Oh, me. every Thursday, once you here, folks. Don't forget to join us for the Nimnik. Buick GMC Chevy Outdoor Show Saturday morning. Myself, Jeff Lagerman, Captain Kirk Waltz will all be there. And also we'll have special guest Paul Dozier is going to be talking about the old school Kingfish Tournament coming up in one month. One month we got a Kingfish Tournament coming up. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Folks, y'all have a great weekend. Be safe. For Captain Ricky Papour, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. See ya. See ya. <laughs>